to share a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. And this morning, an absolute pleasure to have a chat with Liz Hayes from Channel 9. Liz, thank you so much for your time this morning. How are you? I'm very well, and thank you for having me. No, my absolute pleasure. Your show, Under Investigation, is back on Channel 9 this evening, the fourth season of this one, and it's been a really fascinating journey watching uh, all of these uh, episodes, and it gets underway back again for the fourth season tonight. Uh, If people are familiar with Under Investigation, give us a bit of a a brief synopsis, I guess, on what people can expect from the show, Liz. Well, look, the concept is it's about crime. Uh, We investigate just about everything, I must say, but it's ultimately um, more about crime than anything. We have a table of experts, usually, uh, who come in for every different episode, who've already been able to delve deeply into the subject matter. And we sit there, basically, and uh, go through that particular story and try and pick it apart, what's wrong with this picture we're looking at, and see if we can find uh, new information um, and and new leads, I presume, I, I think is what we're really yeah. after, is to try and solve a mystery. And um, But in the process, we are highlighting some pretty... Uh, Old cases, cases, things that have been sitting there for a long time. We use new technology. We bring, and by now, new people mm. uh, are prepared to come forward um, because it's such a long time in many cases. So, look, it's it's people's real lives, and it's about what happened to them and what we can do to find them. Uh, this this uh, the first episode for season four's Jeff Whitford, uh, yeah. a South Australian detective inspector who was found uh, on a remote beach in SA. Give us... What, what happened with that? Yeah, look, it's... Um, this is really quite a disturbing case. Uh, Jeff Woodford is a rising star in the police force. He's 38 when he's made the head of an ultra-secret police unit called J1. And it is to seek out, um, you know, the drug trade, etc. that was happening in uh, Adelaide at the time. He's found dead, uh, and it's believed he's committed suicide. But in actual fact... Uh, we would argue that that's not the case tonight. We would put a case for him having met with foul play. His daughter was um, only nine, I think, at the time that he died. And she grew up and wondered why on earth would he want to leave the family? What was it that made him want to leave the world? And uh, she became a policewoman. And, uh, but ultimately, she went looking. And what she found, uh, she brought to us. And it is extraordinary. Uh, You have to wonder why on earth did anybody think this was a reasonable police investigation? It would appear from what we have seen that um, statements are being made uh, by witnesses who say they never said them. Um, Two sets of various photographs at the scene, various um, uh, suicide notes saying things that just, didn't appear to be right. Um, and, a, and a man who uh, reported corruption uh, within the force mm. only days before his death. Mm. So, look, it is, it is one of those stories where we shine a light and go, uh, does this make sense? Um, that contradicts that. So what do we make of this? Uh, it is really quite a compelling case and, and it's somewhat disturbing that it's sat there for so long and I think quite buried for a good reason. But, um, 
you know, it's um, it, it's these are stories I hadn't heard of either beforehand, yeah. and you, you do find yourself going, this is one person's life. Yeah. And it had been shelved, basically, and, and put away as oh, uh, a suicide. And I wonder how many more cases are out yeah. there which are just not what they seem to be. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I imagine working on a show like this is vastly different than the work you did on Today and 60 Minutes and and your various uh, reporting gigs you've done over the years? Yes, it is. Um, it is, uh, to, to begin with, it's studio-based, so it is sitting uh, with people, experts around a table and discussing what we're looking at. But it's all form. It's a, it's another form of journalism. Of course, it's journalism. It's it's just another way of, to tell a story. Um, Sixty Minutes, of course, um, does it differently to when you're at the Today Show, um, which is, you know, at that early morning, you know what it's like, um, yeah. and you've got to <laughs> you've got to encapsulate the headlines pretty quickly and get things done. You know, move through the morning fairly yeah. quickly. Um, so it's just another form of telling yeah. a story. Is how I view it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of cool for yourself being able to do those very vastly different forms of journalism. You know, the Today Show, where you're on your feet, breaking news throughout the morning, 60 minutes, you've been able to obviously tell a story and get out there and investigate it and, you know, travel the world. I imagine that 60 minutes, that that would have been an exhausting, exhausting stint. Six minutes was a fantastic stint. I can tell yeah. you. That. Yeah, of course. I spent 20, yeah. you know, um, 25, 26 years doing yeah. 60 minutes exclusively, and um, it um, it showed me the world, and yes. I was able to tell just about any story I could imagine uh, and meet people I never thought I could imagine. Um, it, it, it really did introduce me to the world, but a world of stories, yeah. and, you know, I found it fantastic. One of the stories I am... Um, very passionate about. I hate to do this segue on you. But no, that's all right. <laughs> is Go for rural it. health, and in your yes. area yes. in particular, rural health is incredibly vital. And um, that obviously came about, that was one of the biggest stories I've ever told, my own father's death. And as a result of that, I saw the failings of rural health, not just in my area, but in uh, which happens to be a very similar area to where you are, but, you know, throughout New South Wales, and then we see it throughout Australia. And it's a really difficult yes. area to try and do something about. But they're your view. They're your listeners. They're yes. your people's lives. You're entitled to an, the same amount as anybody else. We don't. Country people don't expect um, the you know the cardiac uh, surgeon to be able to perform open heart uh, surgery up up in your yes. main street there. But but you do expect that you can have very solid, um, basic, good healthcare, and that's missing. Yes. And that's one of those stories I'm passionate about. Sorry, grabbed your moment. <laughs> no, 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 by all means, go for it. Um, you, um, you, you, and that's fantastic to see because I think that there needs to be a lot more focus, I think, on rural and country-based issues to a wider audience and a capital city audience. And I mean, I've, oh, of course, you know, yeah, I was raised in the country, yes. and, and I did my cadetship in the country, and I, my family's still in the country, and country people are stoic and um, hardworking. And just quite accepting on a lot of fronts because you've got so much other stuff to get done. But you know, um, I just, I just, you, you deserve so much more, and that's really what motivates me. Because um, you know, it, it's not like it's not about more money; it's about getting the money spent in the right yes. places. That's what I feel. So I, I, and I think you're right. There are a whole lot of this. 
a whole lot of country, rural, regional stories that are vital that uh, we in the big smoke would don't necessarily know about, should know about, um, and would be happy to hear. What was your standout moment from all those years doing 60 Minutes and the Today Show? What was this sort of the pinch-me moment when you were talking to someone, famous or otherwise, that's co- sort of a standout? Oh, gosh, I'm... Um, it's like I'm naming really your favourite kids. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pull it out of a hat right at this minute. But look, without doubt, the Today Show uh, was just um, an extraordinary uh, way for me to... I learned to broadcast yeah. and to um, just, you know, um, as you know, it's live. Uh, we're live. And it's you learn to uh, go with the flow. There's no pre-recording, no doing it later. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, that I just, and it was a format that suited me. I really yeah. enjoyed just being allowed to be me. Yeah. Uh, but 60 Minutes by um, contrast is... Uh, is recorded. Of course, we go out and, and we film stories. But I think anywhere where I just didn't expect to be, I didn't expect to be in the Hindu Kush in Afghanistan. I didn't expect to be sleeping in a one-man tent in the Arctic Circle with bare mace, a toilet roll and a shovel. It's my only yep. <laughs> standby. <laughs> I didn't expect a lot of those. Yep. I didn't expect to be shot at. I didn't expect no. to be, you know, uh, they're the sorts of things where you go, what the hell? But... <laughs> In glorious hindsight, when you survive them, of course, you do go, well, wasn't that something? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, the story, but the stories that stay with you truly are those heartfelt human stories. Yeah. I, I, I get absolutely snagged by those uh, yeah. because they mean something. I can, I can put myself in their situation. Yes. I can feel it. I can see it. So that's always caught me out. I love it. Liz, thank you so much for your time this morning. We're looking forward to watching Under Investigation back for the fourth season again this evening. Thank you so much for your time. An absolute pleasure. Yes, thank you for giving me the time. My pleasure. 7.48 here at 92.9. That is live at 19 past 7 here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Liz Hayes joining me for a chat in about 20 minutes' time. Her new show, Under Investigation, back on Channel 9 this evening, around about 9.45 tonight. We'll get all the details about that from Liz Hayes a little later on. Um, Olivia, how many socks do you reckon you could put on your foot in 30 seconds? In 30 seconds? Yeah. That's quite a long time. Well, yeah. Um, I've already ever worn max of two socks at the same time. My feet get cold here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 12. You reckon you could get 12 socks on in 30 seconds? Yeah, if they were like be each one bigger than the other. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a good point. There's a little bit yes. to this. Uh, 14-year-old girl from Calgary over the weekend, she put 22 socks on one foot in 30 seconds, breaking the Guinness World Record. Who thinks of them things? Like, I don't does know. Does anyone even read the Guinness Book of Records anymore? <laughs> you know how it used to be a really good gift to Me. give people, like, as a coffee table book? Yes, yeah. yes. I always liked the, like, pop culture ones. 24? 22 socks 22. in and 30 Calgary, seconds. And that's here in Australia. No, in Canada. Oh. <laughs> Why did I think it was Western Australia? Are um, you thinking um, Kalgoorlie? Yes, no. I was close. <laughs> You're way off. Oh. Although Calgary's probably just as mate, just as close as Calgary. Well, good point. Good point. Perth is another um, state. The teenager is looking at now pursuing the adult version of the record, which is twenty-eight socks 
I didn't realize the Guinness World Record had like an under 15s and an yeah, over neither. 15s like, category. F- 30 seconds is a long time. And like when you're exercising and you've got a plank for 30 seconds. That's pretty quick though. 22, that's wh- that's nearly a soccer second. I'm going to bring in. How well were they on? Because I just practiced imitating it over my shoe. How, how, how. That's a soccer second. That's pretty quick at getting it on your foot and up over the ankle. Grabbing the are next they sock. ankle socks or are they long socks though? I'm not sure. Exactly, See, there's a lot of still, a lot of things to this. A lot of variables. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in. Can we try 22 it? socks tomorrow and give this but a can try? Can you make sure they're new socks? I don't want to be putting on your old socks. No, you bring in your socks. I'll oh. bring in my socks. I don't know if I've got 22 pairs. I reckon. Well, that's 12. That's, I got a lot of socks at home. You only need 12 socks because you double them Yeah, I got plenty to, then. Yeah. You'll be right. Mm. I got, I got, lo- I did lots of washing over the weekend, so I've actually got enough socks. <gasps> oh, to mine's up this. to date too. I did so. M- I did like the dumb cleaning on the weekend. No, That's you did the good cleaning. Well, yeah, but it's a cleaning you never get around to doing. I did that on the weekend. I washed walls. Have you yeah, ever see, washed walls? Are you having walls? a house inspection? Why did you do this? No, I just I haven't done it for that long. That I just yeah. washed walls. Skirting boards I, are a pain in the butt. I wish I had a house inspection this week. It looks that Take good. Take some photos I might, so next time you can be like, well, this is what it usually looks like. I wonder if I could ring the real estate agent and go, look, I know my next inspection is like November or something, mm, but can we just can do it now? Yeah, just, I just come had tomorrow. four days off to yeah. clean, so can we just move it a bit earlier? Because I washed the walls, damn it. I, I mean, asked, who washes them? I was wondering if you were nesting because nah. that's a lot of nah. cleaning. I'll leave that to those magpies, <laughs> those pesky magpies. At Kay's Meats and Brewery Lane, there's a deal that is nothing short of brilliant. I won't call on you at That is all. pink, irrelevant, at 10 past 7 here at 92.9. Happy Monday. JB here. Morning, Olivia. How are you? Good morning, JB. I am wonderful. God, it was good having a couple of days <gasps> off, wasn't it? I, I mean, feel so relaxed. I know. It was just <sighs> beautiful. It was. Lovely. Well deserved. What What'd you do? I did not a lot, but a lot. Yeah, it was Exercise, a bit like that. Exercise, yeah. cleaned the house, um, hung out with my friends, uh, went to Gunaganu Station Ooh, for a lovely. long ladies' lunch yesterday. Oh. My first time there. Divine. Yes. Can't wait to go back. Beautiful. Yeah. Lo- the best weather ever yesterday, Oh, wasn't my it? gosh. So, so lucky. It, yeah, was, it was amazing. I went, for a, I went for a walk yesterday afternoon at about 2.30. Oh. And I ended up walking like longer than I really? envisaged because the weather was that good. Yeah. I was like, I just need to soak all this up. Yeah. So I walked like everywhere. Oh, good like, on you. I, I parked at the Hungry Jack's car park. Yeah. And I walked in th- the underpass. Yeah. Under the underpass. I did all the way up the big hills. I knew them new footpaths really helped too. Yes, very mm-hmm. nice. And then I did, and then I cut through Anzac Park. Oh, amazing! Thankfully, didn't get swooped by magpies. Oh my gosh! Which or was good. on by the bats. Yes, avoided them as mm-hmm. well. And then went all the way down Darling Street. Oh wow! Through the skate park. Then along the walking track, along the river Jeez there, Louise. all the way back to Hungry Jacks. It was a big walk, but it was an amazing walk. Do you listen to headphones Lovely. when you walk? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, yeah. podcasts or music? Just music. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome day. Yeah, perfect. I got bloody swooped by a magpie on Friday morning. I Did went out you? for a walk, though. Yeah, on the, bas- uh, the baseball fields <gasps> there. Oh. Um, just be careful if you are walking there this morning. Avoid it. There was a cranky little magpie and swooped 
six times. No way. And then on the sixth one, bang into my shoulder. They got, got me. you. Yep, got me. It's because it's mating season, isn't yeah. it? They thought you were after their eggs. Yeah, that's it. I don't want their eggs. Ew, Just leave you, me alone. Do magpie I'm... eggs become food eggs? No. Or just have uh, babies? No, I think just babies. Mm. I don't think, nah. Ew, but that's like... That's gross. I know, but like, you know, I just, <laughs> uh, just like thought I'd better check. What's the big egg? Emu eggs. People oh, make. ostrich eggs ostrich too. Ostrich eggs, that's They're right. They're huge. Eggs. Yeah, yeah, I, I, know, yeah. I always see them on the Flintstones. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you can... What no. do magpie eggs look like? Um, I I don't know, like little speckled eggs. Yeah, we have a nest at on our deck. Oh, but it's it's a different bird. I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, they've got a little so nest. Those plover things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah. Someone yeah. called them. So, I can't remember. They swoop yeah as well. Those plovers. Well, the pigeons outside work. Well, yeah, they. Us. Sw- yeah, I know all bloody birds at I the moment hate are swooping them. everywhere. And then we got a group of crows out oh, here as well. They're huge they're too. They're massive. like massive. They are like big beasts. And they don't swoop you. No, they're but cool. they attack the, the windows. Are, the cro- uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But the crows, which you expect to want to murder they're, you, they're I fine. They're just chilled. they screaming. Yeah, for sure. They're not chilled against each other, though. They fight oh, each other all no. the time. <laughs> it's like the wars of the crows. We got some entertainment out here. Don't worry about we that. We do. Hey, um, our brain starter. Ooh. What do you think the answer is for this one? Six seven six double two nine nine. Although I'm going to give you the answer now. So. Oh, that's quick. That answer um, today. Oh, I'm busy later on. I got oh, Liz, sorry, busy Liz, man. Liz Hayes joining me for a chat a little no later way. on. No yeah. So, um, a new poll asked people to name the top things that make a trip feel luxurious. A nice hotel came in at number one. What do mm-hmm. you think came in at number six? Business class seats. Oh, that does feel luxurious, doesn't it? It's not that, though. I've flown business a couple of times. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. Well, Just wanted to put it out da. there. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Only um, cheap, never overseas. <laughs> oh, no, to Bali. Oh, that's all right. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that was nice. The the seventh state of Australia, Bali. Yep, you know it. Um, Je- Jenny's gone with comfy pillows. I do Not like a good pillows. pillow. I bring my own pillows when I go do on holidays. Yeah, I'm a bit off my pillows at the moment. I've had weird dreams. Oh. Mm. I've had weird dreams lately too, and so did Monty next door. It's that time of the year, I think. My mum always says if you had bad dreams, dreams, change your pillows. Oh, yeah. I never heard that advice. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. I might try that. Uh, Anita's gone with room service, which <gasps> does feel very luxurious. I do love room service. Yeah, with yeah. the little cloches that they put the food under. Yeah, is that what they're called? Yeah, cloche. Love that. It's fancy. Cloche. Mm. Um, no, uh, number six on the list. It's none of them. It is king size beds. Oh yes. That's the answer. Yeah. Very luxurious. I used luxurious. to have a king size bed. Oh, did you? And it was like amazing. I couldn't feel my partner at all. That's how you want it. Yeah, I was like, leave me alone. This is my side. I could have my laptop in the bed and everything. Plenty of room. <laughs> Love it. We'll have another brain starter again tomorrow here at 92.9. Uh, interesting world record was broken over the weekend. I'll give you details about that after this. Morning, Aim. Good morning, JB. How are you? I am fabulous. Keeping dry? (laughs) You should have seen my hair yesterday. I've got my hair's a little bit curly. You get rain on it. I had two days where it got saturated. Yeah. The rain. I basically had an afro. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I kind of liked it. 
Okay. To shame yeah. it's only rain that does that. Yeah, that's bugger. <laughs> do you have to straighten your hair? No, I just let I, I let my hair do whatever the hell it wants. Oh, okay, fair enough. Which is why I look homeless most of the time. That's a bit harsh on um, yourself. Yeah. Um, do you, with the so your hair if it's dry it's relatively straight. Is that what you're saying? And if you want it super straight, you can straighten it. I can, yeah, I can straighten. But it. if you want curly hair, you can wet your hair and it it goes curly. Or if, I, we... if it, I don't know what's in rainwater, yeah, it just makes it go. That's weird. It's really weird. I have to find that out from other people. Yeah, but only it depends rain... how I let my hair dry. Okay. This was just out. I'm touching my hair like people can see it. Mm. I, it's kind of nice today. Okay. Sort of, kind of. We'll have to ask some. Um, any hairdressers out there, 676 yeah. tonight. give me a call. Is there something in rainwater in particular that makes your hair more buffy? Because um, yeah. what, like, tap water doesn't do it? No. That's weird. Yeah. How did I not know this earlier? <laughs> it's same, with Ali. live- same with Ali's hair. She's got curl. Well, she had curly hair until yeah. I cut it. Um, yeah. You get rain on that. Yeah. It. She got your jeans. She yeah, poor yeah. kid. Didn't get. Oh my husband! My husband used to have curly hair. Oh, did he? he keeps it short now. So, oh okay. Doesn't yeah. curl up. No, not really. Oh, so what if he if he grows his hair out a little bit, he gets the Fabio the Fabio wave through it, does he? Oh no no, he had hey, like, when curls he was about get 15, the girls. Yeah. He had full on curls. Oh really? Yeah right. Yeah. Oh okay. I had curls for a little while when I was a kid. It was weird. When I was like thirteen <laughs> or fourteen. My hair That's went really from weird. straight to curly, and then when I was about 15, it straightened out again. It was like two years of curly hair. Well, and you know what? Weird. Pregnancy does weird things to I your hair, I wasn't pregnant. Too. I can confirm I know, that. Yeah. I'm just saying, you pregnancy can, does did, weird things to your hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, what, the hair wants to eat some pickles and ice cream yeah, as well? Totes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, totes. okay. Well, then that's the winner next of our Instagram Pick of the Week flood photos we wanted. We'll do that right after this. From the most stylish man around. Things haven't been quite the same. Can't get you off from all this late night talking. Harry Styles, late night talking here at 92.9847 47 JB here. Thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Check out the all-new Canon X, a nine-inch touchscreen in there, the Google CarPlay, Android Auto, and the diamond quilted seats as well. And very don't nice. forget the really cool thing where you sit your phone on and it charges. Yes, that's very funky. That is the selling point for me. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very super cool. Super simple. You discovered that, did you? <laughs> I did discover. Yeah. I, I just sat my phone in there the other day when I was getting it yeah. and it just lit up and it was charged. I was like, oh, yeah. fancy. That's cool. Yeah. Didn't tell you that one. No. I wanted you to discover it for yourself. <laughs> See, if I told you that, it wouldn't have been as cool. But now that you've found it for yourself, you got that little spark of joy. You yes. See? It's a kinder surprise in the kinder car. Kinder surprise. You know? Love it. Hey, um, you know, kinder surprises, they're illegal in America. Yes. Do you know that? That's it's the most bizarre, isn't it? I've ever seen. Yeah, because there's a choking hazard. There's but, a you know, giant let, toy let in a guns, capsule. Yeah. You know, we're not going to go down that road. No, but. sorry. Don't get too <laughs> apolitical here on this show. Political free Anyways. zone. Except when Kev Anderson's on. <laughs> Anyways. So, and occasionally Barnaby Joyce. Although he doesn't talk to You're me done. very often. Hey. <laughs> Uh, we've got our Instagram pick of the week. We do have our Instagram pick of the week. We're doing floods. Floods. There should have been more photos, honestly. Yeah, I know. I was a People were probably over them. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I was sick of the water. Yeah. 
go just, out the back and have a look at it ourselves. Why do we want to see photos we of it, guys? We got some funny stuff though. We, we got some, some good fun- photos. Yeah, we got some good photos. Um, our winner today is a funny one. Yeah. Because I don't know, it's Monday. Yeah. And we're not mature on Mondays. Nah. So. <laughs> not, not mature any days, but more so Monday. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yes. our winner. Yes. Drum roll. Because we're too poor for sound effects. Yes. One day uh, we'll get one. Is Mick Egan. With his photo of a croc. Oh, the really? Shoe, the shoe croc, not a real croc. Oh, we okay. don't have those. Oh. In the floodwater somewhere. Peel River. Is that is that Townworth? Yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming so. But it's funny. Mick, yeah. well done. <laughs> Woo! Congratulations. Congratulations, Mick. It wasn't, certainly wasn't in Kalala Lane because that surprisingly stayed open on the weekend. I know. Survival of the fittest. How is that? <laughs> Kalala well Lane's done, Kalala. like, I'm going to show you all. I'm yeah. not going to close this time. No. Just messing with us yeah. at this point. Scott Road shut. Yeah. Jury Street shut. Kalala Lane, all good. And all happy. the road to Gunnedah from here didn't even shut. No, I know. Bizarre. I kept going out to check because I was getting photos and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to do that today. Just going to skip it. Yeah. Going to go shut the Gunnedah Bogabri Road. Just mess everyone's lives yeah. up there. Yeah. Bizarre. So weird. Very strange. There was a lot of water. We got a new theme for this week. We do. <laughs> I'll let you explain this one. So this morning, I'm at the servo and I get back in the car and my daughter's like, Mummy, look, there's a dog driving a car. And I'm like, what? Because I'm still not awake at this point. Yeah. And I look over, here's this dog sitting in the uh, driver's seat of this car. So this week's theme, animals where they're not supposed to be. I like it. There we go. Animals where they're not supposed to be. So examples, dogs in trees. Yes. Um, Cats in dog kennels. Yeah, you know, uh, dogs driving cars. Yes, rabbits yeah. driving planes. There we go. Uh, get those. F- I was about <laughs> to give the phone number then. That's not the best way to get <laughs> Not the best way to get photos through to us. No. Um, Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. Make sure you use the hashtag 929 pick of the week. As you said. 50 yep. bucks. Thanks to the team at Bay Park Photos. They are the camera accessory specialist. If they don't have it, they can order it in for you. Dogs or well, animals where they're not supposed to be is yeah. this week's Look, theme. We just want to see your animals, okay? That's it. Now that we're traveling. That is Eve's Caritas Complicated here at 92.9 826. JB here, thanks to Nathan and the team at Country Auto's GWM Havel. Morning, Kev. How are you, mate? Morning, JB. How are you, mate? Very, very well. Thanks for joining me this morning for a bit of a chat. Uh, A bit of an exciting update at the end of last week regarding the Dungowan Dam. Yeah, look, you know, this is really important that the state government have uh, recognised that this dam will be critical state infrastructure. Now, what that says and means is that the state government is committed to building this dam. There is no doubt about that. The money's been reserved. It's $600 million sitting in the bank, uh, ready to go. Uh, We're working on the pipeline. A lot of jobs are being created. This is a big deal for Tamworth, big deal for our region, and we're just waiting on the federal government uh, in their budget in October uh, to release and tell us that they've got the funds set aside as well, and then we're full steam ahead, mate. Yeah, uh, no, that, that's that's fantastic news. I mean, there's been a lot of chatter about, you know, the dam and, uh, you know, whether it should go ahead. And and then on the, the same flip of the coin, you know, only three years ago when we were in that horrible drought and, um, you know, people 
said we weren't doing enough and you know there's not enough water storage means and it's just it's it's bizarre and i mean obviously we've had some horrible flooding in the last um, couple of weeks on and off and you know it'd be great to be able to store all that water somewhere and save it you know pardon the pun for a rainy day well that's exactly right that's one hundred percent correct mate you know what you've got to do is capture it while we've got it Mm. you know so we can save it for when the dry times and and, you know, you get some people that are coming out saying, oh, you know, the dam shouldn't be built, rah, rah, rah. It costs too much money. Well, hang on a second. Go back to a couple of years ago when mm. Tamworth was running out of water. We were bucketing water and the town looked like a moonscape. Mm. And people then were saying, those same people now complaining about the dam being built were saying, oh, the government's not doing enough. Well, you know, mate, I'm sorry to, uh, to disappoint you, but um, we are cracking on with what we've got to do to um, provide more water security for Tamworth in the future. These decisions are hard decisions. Yes, they do cost a lot of money, but that's the state of play. That's what we've got to do. We want water security into the future and Dungown Dam providing more, more water, more capacity for our city to grow. So, you know, these are hard decisions, JB, but we've got to make them for the future of our city. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Um, so it was a little unfortunate news for Gunnada with that flooding over the weekend, the Namoy River um, getting major flood levels it hit in uh, in Gunnada. Yes, so the RFS uh, and the SES over the weekend doing a phenomenal job there. Yeah, look, much better than what has happened in the past. Um, I've been talking constantly to the SES in Gunnada. Um, obviously, um, you know, the floodwaters came up. I think it peaked at about 8.7 metres, 8.37 metres. Um, and they went round door knocking on Friday night um, to let people know that the flood was coming. So the preparation mm. and planning for this particular flood was much better, a continuous improvement exercise on the last time. So, you know, we weren't seeing um, all of that angst, even though some people were still upset and, yeah. and stressed the fact that yeah. their house might have flooded in the low-lying areas. And again, we're going to get some more weather coming up. But yeah, you're right, JB. Uh, full credit to the SES and RFS and all of our emergency service guys did a magnificent job letting people know what was coming. You uh, visited the RFS on Saturday morning, I understand, to hand out some uh, very important uh, medals and and, uh, awards. Yeah, so the Rural Fire Service at their brand new $9 million facility on Country Lane, and because people don't know about it because it's on Country Lane out near the airport, it's Mm. just magnificent out there. It's state-of-the-art. You know, there would have been 30 or 40 of our rural fire service volunteers out there on Saturday morning receiving long service awards, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of volunteering for the rural fire service. And we recognised each and every one of them on Saturday morning. And it's so great to be able to do that. It's just fantastic. Yeah, no, that is that is exceptional. And well done to all those volunteers for an amazing job. And uh, Yeah, mate, they yeah. do do an amazing job. And I think that's the thing. And they are volunteers and... And quite often it's the family members that have yes. got them into volunteering. You know, it's their grandfather, it's their father, it's their mother, sister, brother, you know. And you on Saturday, JB, we saw a lot of families out there um, all connected and all volunteering. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And uh, the condolence book for Queen Elizabeth II, that has been uh, all wrapped up and it's off to, off to the palace. Yeah, 100%. And it was heartwarming to see, you know, over 250 people wow. came and signed the condolence book in my office. And, and last Thursday, with the final commemoration of, yep. of Queen Elizabeth the um, second at the town hall. So that'll all be bundled up and sent off to Buckingham Palace. But it was a great honour 
a great yeah. honour to be able to provide that service for our community, mate. You had any brushes with royalty, uh, Kev, at all? Yeah, look, years ago, it would have been about 1989 or 90, I think, yeah. um, up in Mount Isa when Princess Di came. Oh, cool. And, yeah, she went to Mount Isa, and I was actually working in radio back then, so I never got to see her because I was in the studio and we yeah. were just broadcasting live. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but I never got to see her. But, yeah, that was a, so that's the closest I've got is being in the same town but never got to see her. But, look, but you I, know, the sto- I'll hey. count that as a win. It's <laughs> close enough. Win. What about yourself? Have you had any? Uh, no, nah, nah, none at all. I've spoken to a couple of people who have uh, who have spoken with the Queen or, uh, you know, other royal members, but no, nah, that's the closest I've gotten. <laughs> yeah, You've done same. better than me. But but, but to hear everybody talk about their brush with yeah. the royals when they when you know um, the Queen came to Tamworth in nineteen seventy seven, you know Paul yeah. Boyd and Nerida Boyd from Prime TV, they were shooting it. And, yeah. And everybody, you know, David Smith from Cal Rossi, the principal at Cal Rossi, you know, um, and he was the one that stood, stood there on the sidelines yes. watching the Queen go past. There's a lovely photo of him back in 1977. So, you know, it's outstanding, mate. Just, yeah. It's great to see and hear those stories about people's brush with fame. But for you and me, mate, mere mortals, yeah. never got that close. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> uh, the NRL Grand Final on this weekend, you, you're hedging your bets on anyone in particular? Going for power, mate. Going for power. Okay. You know, it's time. Penrith have had their run. I know I'm upsetting a few Penrith fans. No, they've had their run. Come on, give someone else a go, you know? Um, we just want to see Parramatta get up. They haven't won it for, what, 30, 40 years or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's a while, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Don't know the exact mate, I'm, day, I'm but yeah. I would, have, I would have liked to see the Rabbitohs get up. Yeah. Um, uh, on uh, on the weekend, but anyway, look, we'll 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 go for uh, we'll go for Parramatta this uh, this weekend. They certainly showed up a lot better than the Sydney Swans at the grand final for the AFL, but we won't oh. mention that. <laughs> Crikey, Nick, I thought it was North Companions under ten had uh, changed their jerseys and gone down and kicked the footy around. You know, it was look. I feel for them. I really feel yes. for them. I really do. It was just embarrassing all round and. You know, it was it was heartbreaking in, yeah. in some senses yes. that they got belted so hard. And, but anyway, look, that's footy, mate. You know, that's it that's exactly. Footy. There's always you know, there's next old, year. There's an old saying, mate. One day rooster, next day feather duster. <laughs> Very true. I like that. <laughs> that's a good saying. Hey, Kev, thank you so much for your time. You got much on this week. Fairly busy. Yeah, mate. Going just um, into 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 uh, Parliament again. Yeah. Um, just to make sure we keep. Keep fighting for us, you know, keep banging the drum and just keep making sure we're getting our fair share, mate. So that's that's the plan this week. And and obviously um, making sure that we're looking after our people with floods yeah. um, coming through. You know, Tamworth, we're getting some more weather, what, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A little bit of rain on uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, yeah. So yeah. We'll see what happens there. the whole there. place is saturated, so it's not going to take much to flood again, Kalala no. Lane and, and down on Jury Street. So please, and remember, don't drive through floodwaters, no. JB. I can't tell you the amount of people that were still. I mm. saw on... On uh, out on near Backatingle Road, there at yes. the back of Farrah, yeah. um, on Friday, people still driving through floodwaters. Yeah. Please stop if there's a road sign saying "Don't cross." That means don't cross. Exactly, that's it. Hey, Kev, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch up again uh, next Monday. Love your work, mate. Have a great day, JB. Thanks. If you're looking for a career in agriculture, Hutchin and Pierce are currently looking.